welcomes another edition of Life with Hula. Hi, I'm Hula, and I am a former radio personality turned stay-at-home dad here in San Diego. So unfortunately, like a lot of other people in this country, I lost my job. And now I'm with my kids. We've done a lot of social distance learning. We have done a lot of social distancing. We've just kind of made it our own because that's all we can do. That's all everybody can do, right? And so I started this podcast originally to update my friends and family members about my weight loss journey. Um, For those that don't know, if you're new to the podcast, um, first let me say welcome, and I appreciate you listening in. But uh, I actually weighed 294 pounds when I uh, started this podcast way back in January. And I decided, you know what? We're going into quarantine. I need to do something with my life. I need to lose this weight. And I was able to lose 54 pounds um, up to now, and I've been able to maintain it. And it's been going great. I feel great. And I decided to use this podcast to kind of keep people in the know because they've always wanted to know about my weight loss journey, but they also wanted to know about my kids, and they wanted to know about how quarantine is affecting my life. And and so that's what the podcast is all about. It's about keeping you informed and keeping you in the know with everything going on. With that being said, if you are a new listener and you listened via iTunes or Google Podcast or Spotify, please do me a favor. Could you click subscribe? That way um, you can listen to all the newest podcasts that pop up um, on the daily. I would really appreciate it. And if you are one of my Elite 12 listeners, thank you for sticking around with me. It's because of you that I'm doing this podcast, so thank you so much for tuning in to Life with Hula. Now, it is Monday. I know. You probably had a really good um, weekend. It was really hot. Uh, I don't know about everybody else. I know there was a record heat wave all over the United States, but it seemed like San Diego was pretty hot. Um, But now it's time to go back to work for some of you, for the lucky uh, few of you that get to go back to work. So I on Mondays tend to do dad joke Mondays to kind of help you ease into the week. So I've got that later in the show. Also, I have a very special birthday shout out that I want to give to somebody here in San Diego. And that's going to be part of your moment of pure happiness. You'll hear from her and who she is and why she's celebrating her birthday and all that kind of good stuff. I also have the top three stories of the day that keeps you in the know which I'll have for you in a few minutes, but um, there is something I want to bring up um, because a lot of us that are stay-at-home parents or parents in general that are trying to figure out your work schedule and your kid's school, um, things are crazy right now. And here in the Escondido Unified School District where I live here in San Diego, uh, northern San Diego, um, they kind of sent a survey off on Friday about the kid's school and they said they've decided to do for those that would like to do social distance learning from home you have that option and then they're going to give those of us that want our kids to go back to school um, the choice between two options the first option they've given us is a two days at school um, all day and three days at home so the way it works out and i've mentioned this in previous previous podcasts but I'll, i'll mention it again Um, two days so your kid will be either in group A or group B and group A well everybody on Mondays are off it looks like Mondays are the day that everybody social distance from home and they all you know stay home on Tuesdays and Thursdays it looks like group A goes to school while group B students stay home and they social distance 
um, on Wednesday and Friday, group B goes into school and group A stays home to do their social distance learning. Um, they will both be in school from 8 a.m. to 2.45, so that's a full day for the students, and then they'll be home uh, the other three days. So that's what one option is, which for those of you that are thinking, well, you know, that's a pretty good option to do for your kids. Um, not for a working parent. You'd have to kind of get a part-time job because two days full-time, I mean, from 8 to 2.45, that's not a long time for you to work. I mean, I don't know what job you know. I mean, that's full-time. That allows you to work from 8 to 2.45. But if you do know that job, can you let me know? Because I would love to, to jump on that. Um, and again, that would only let me work two days a week. Or, well, I guess four because I work, can work on the weekends. Um, so there's that option. Option B that you can choose for the hybrid model is you would have your students go to school four days of the week. Monday, no, not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They would go to school. Monday would be off for social distance learning. Everybody's off on Monday. Um, but Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they go to school. They go to school, though, from 7.50 to 10.50. I don't know about you, but that's three hours. Um, that's not even a lot of time for even them to think about. Like, you know, you're, you're dropping off your kid by the time before you even know it, you're picking up your kid. Uh, yeah, so I did have to fill out the survey for both of my children. Um, I do have a third, or a girl, a student, a student, a girl going into third grade, my oldest, and my youngest is special needs. She's going into first grade. So I signed them both up for, um, uh, the first option, option A, where you have to go to school two days a week and then three days you're off. It's the best for us because that gives me more time to actually work somewhere part-time, and it has to be part-time. I won't be able to work full-time, unfortunately, um, until this whole pandemic situation. I don't know if it will ever change. It doesn't seem like it's changing. I mean, will we go back to some sort of normalcy? Will the kids go back to school every day for a full day? I don't know if that's going to be a thing anymore. But um, it looks like I'm going to have to be home right now with the kids because my wife is already working full time. We don't need me to flip to become full to try to find a full time job and then have to figure out, you know, my wife working part time hours at a job she's been at for a very long time. It's just so f frustrating for working parents. And I know the schools are trying to get it to where they go back to school full time. But we have to think step by step, and this is the first step. The first step is having to deal with the hybrid uh, education. And that all kicks off August 11th, which is not a lot of time. It's literally um, a month from yesterday. We have a whole month from yesterday before school starts. And they'll let us know which hybrid model that they will officially go into. You know, this was just more of a survey to see how many you know students are going to go to which model and then they'll inform us, they'll let us know what is going to happen, um, which sucks because, again, I really can't. I've been putting in job applications everywhere, um, and it's just hard because I can't give everybody full time. I have to give part time. So there you go. That's just the update um, for those that I know have been listening to other podcasts and they've been listening to me talk about our school system. It seems like we're not the full first school system to start in San Diego. I know Sweetwater is kicking off earlier. I believe they go back to school August 5th. Um, my kids go back August 11th, so we'll see what happens. Um, and I know I'm fearful that October rolls around. That's the time when we have 
flu season and it could go back to being social distance for from school at total <sighs> I don't want to think that way I know my dad came here my dad my mom they came to visit and they were like you can't think about that you can't think you know of the future but I'm that's my mindset I'm a I'm a big picture person I want to think ahead before um, it happens I'm not the type of person that kind of deals with things as it's happening because to me I can't plan anything when it's happening but I know things like this you can't plan but I just kind of want to somewhat of a plan. I'm sorry if I've been, you know, just totally vomiting um, this whole segment. But this is what's going on in the Escondido Unified School District and just kind of keeping you guys in the loop. Speaking of keeping you in the know, um, I've got some stories for you uh, that I want to keep you in the know about. First and foremost, uh, speaking of the coronavirus, Florida reports largest single day increase in COVID cases. I know I don't want to report sad news, but it looks like Florida shattered the national record on Sunday for the largest single day increase in positive coronavirus cases in any state since the beginning of the pandemic, adding more than 15,000 cases as its daily average death toll continued to also rise as well. Um, According to State Department of Health statistics, 15,299 people tested positive for coronavirus for a total of 269,811 cases and 45 deaths were also recorded. California, on the other hand, um, the previous record of daily positive cases is 11,694, which was set last week on Wednesday. New York had 11,571 as of April 15th. That's their record um, day of positive coronavirus cases. The numbers come at the end of a grim record-breaking week as Florida reported 514 fatalities, an average 73 per day. Three weeks ago, the state was averaging 30 de- deaths per day. And since the pandemic began in March, 4,346 people have died in Florida of COVID-19, according to the state. So I know that's some bad news. Um, For some reason, uh, Florida is being targeted um, because they have the largest cases of positive coronavirus um, cases. Um, I'm sorry for those all you Floridians out there. Um, You guys are kind of leading the pack, I hate to say. But uh, yeah, that's just one story to keep you in the know. It's sad, I know. Your second story comes from San Diego. It looks like 21 injured um, after a fire erupts on a Navy ship. 17 sailors and four civilians were hospitalized after an explosion erupted during a roaring blaze aboard a military assault ship at Naval Base San Diego on Sunday morning, according to Naval Service Forces. Plumes of smoke arose from USS Bonham Richard as firefighters battled the three-alarm fire on 3,400 block on Sen Street at about 8.30 in the morning. The vessel is an amphibious assault ship homeported in San Diego, and according to Krishna Jackson of Naval Base San Diego. The ship had undergone a regular maintenance cycle before the fire was reported. Crew members typically are aboard the ship on weekends, but there are fewer than there are on the weekdays. The fleet had a crew size of about 1,000 members. Um, Federal firefighters requested assistance from San Diego Fire Department around 9 a.m. All San Diego Fire Department personnel have been accounted for as of 11-19. The injured sailors and civilians were hospitalized hospitalized and treated for wounds that were described as non-life-threatening, according to Naval Naval Surface Forces. 
There was about 106 sailor, 160 sailors were aboard the ship at the time of the fire, and the entire crew was able to disembark. Each sailor was later accounted for. So, which, that's great news. Um, unfortunately, there's severe smoke damage. Um, so, they were just telling people around Saint, uh, National City, because that's near the area um, where the fire took place. I know, and I hate starting uh, the Monday off with some bad news, but, you know, those are the top stories as of right now, going around San Diego and around the world. This last one, though, this last story to keep you in the know is about food, and I'm going to kind of bring the... <laughs> the the uh, atmosphere up a little bit more. Um, it looks like, as of last week or as of the past weekend, new Lay's flavors have been um, been released, and they're after beloved dishes at iconic American restaurants. Lay's potato chip is rolling out five new limited batch flavors of chips that will draw in classic dishes served at beloved U.S. restaurants. The snack lineup includes Lay's kettle chips, or excuse me, Lay's kettle cooked. New York-style pizza inspired by Grimaldi's in New York City. Lay's Nashville hot chicken inspired by Party Fowl in Nashville. Lay's Philly cheesesteak inspired by Gino's Steaks in Philadelphia. Lay's wavy carnitas street tacos inspired by El Torito in Los Angeles. And Lay's chili relleno inspired by Cocina Azul in Albuquerque. So the, the, it looks like the chili relleno Lay's will only be available at Walmart and 7-Eleven. The potato chips are expected to hit shelves later this month, and um, it looks like they are going to be a big hit. I don't know. What do you think about them? Are, are you inspired by those those flavors? Do you think they will sell? Um, for me personally, I'm all about the carnitas, but no offense to Los Angeles. I think San Diego does better with the taco-flavored um, chip, but we'll see what happens. If it, I'm wondering, I think for us here in San Diego – if they were going to make a Lay's inspired um, chip, it would have to be, I'm going to say, in my opinion, it would have to be, I'm trying to think of like a famous food, because a lot of places like here in San Diego where we're known for our carne asada uh, burritos um, or a California burrito. Ooh, California burrito. California burrito potato chip flavor would be tremendous. I mean, it, I'm not going to pinpoint any restaurant. I'm just going to say the uh, California burrito flavor would be great. So Lay's, if you can get on it, um, that would be amazing, and I would love you forever. So those are your top three stories to keep you in the know. So like I said, it's Monday, and on Mondays, I want to kind of keep everybody up, you know, kind of keep everybody in a good mood. A lot of people are starting work. It's the start of a new week. A lot of us are dealing with having to be stuck at home like myself and so i've got some dad jokes for you you ready for your first dad joke all right sundays are always a little sad but the day before is a saturday get it it's a saturday before anyways five-fourths of people admit they're bad at fractions yeah, five-fourths five that's weird why did the betting hide their relationship they just wanted something pillow key. Get it? Low key, pillow key. <laughs> you're an American when you go into a bathroom and when you come out. But what are you while you're in the bathroom? There's a lot of dads that are screaming this right now. European. I know a lot of dads know that joke. I've been thinking about taking up meditation. I figure it's better than sitting around doing nothing. You get that one? 
Dogs can't operate MRI machines, but cats can. I know, that was horrible. What did the flowers do when the bride walked down the aisle? They rose. It takes guts to be an organ donor. Get it? Takes guts. What does Rockin' Robin do when she's bored? Tweet. <laughs> Tweetily. <laughs> Just kidding. I lost my job at I lost my job at the bank on my first day. A woman asked me to check her balance, so I pushed her over. <laughs> now that's funny. How do you row a canoe filled with puppies? Bring out the doggy paddle. Singing in the shower is fun until you get soap in your mouth. Then it becomes a soap opera. And your last dad joke for this Monday. Why are the utensils stuck together? They were spooning. And that's your dad joke Monday. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> All right. And as always, I always like to end the show with a very positive, upbeat story. And I call it your moment of pure happiness. I want to say happy birthday, happy 98th birthday to one of America's first female Marine Corps veterans. A World War II veteran got a big surprise on Saturday morning when dozens of, dozens of cars pulled up at her Oceanside home to celebrate her 98th birthday. Corporal Jerry Marcotte wasn't expecting too much on her birthday, maybe a call or two. I got this morning and uh, oh well, it's my birthday, you know. Wow, you made it a wow event. They did make it a wow event for her. Um, with the help of Honor Flight San Diego, her family set up a surprise. She was taken to her birthday throne, and car after car uh, came by, and she waved to many of her friends and family. The 98-year-old wore many hats. She was a mother, a grandmother, a bookworm, but also one of America's first female Marines. We served, and it was great. And we are very happy you got your chance. Even after her military life, Marcotte continued a life of service as a children's librarian until she retired. Um, she's such an inspiration that many of her fellow World War II veterans came by to thank her for her service and wish her a happy birthday. Here's what she had to say about that. Look at all my friends. <sighs> oh my goodness, this, you could write a book about all this. Absolutely. I hope you write a book or, you know, keep your memoir somewhere for your family and your, you know, family in the future to always remember you by. I want to say again, happy 98th birthday to Corporal Jerry Marcotte of Oceanside, California. And that is your moment of pure happiness. All right. Well, that's your Monday show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, if you are a new listener, please hit subscribe. I would love for you to listen to the podcast every day. I do drop it early in the morning for you to listen on your way to work or as you're gardening or washing dishes or something. I, I always make sure it gets uploaded um, right away. And it, you just have to hit subscribe on your whatever device you're listening from. But again, thank you so much for tuning in to Life with Hula. If you have any questions or any comments or just want to say hi, uh, feel free to reach out to me on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
TikTok, Snapchat, all of those social media platforms. Just search Hula SD, H-U-L-A-S-D, or you can search my full name, Hula Ramos, H-U-L-A, and then Ramos, R-A-M-O-S, on any of those social media devices. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to Life with Hula, and I hope you have yourself a great week. Bye.